Hey, it's Will Brandy. I don't have my microphone. I've only got five seconds. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have the very funny Chad Opitz here today. Thank you for coming to spin the wheel, Chad. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dan. You see how I immediately put the pressure on you by saying the very funny Chad Opitz. I know, yeah. Just as a con- I, it's like, ugh, can't just yeah, be my genuine cool. self. Now I have oh, yeah, to perform. Yeah. I gotta be a goofster on this one. <laughs> I, I have been watching your YouTube clips and it's very very good stuff. Very good stuff. Thank you so much. I see you're you're going to Alaska for I uh, am. for a gig. It's, yeah. How, how did that happen? Um, I the person who run it's a, f- a festival called Before You Die Comedy Festival, which is a very ominous name for a festival, but the person who runs it, uh has been a friend of mine online for a while. And um, they hit me up about it and said, hey, you want to um, like apply to this? I was like, yeah. And then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll uh, head up there because I haven't been up there to do comedy ever. I've only visited one time in my whole life. And uh, so it'll be fun to see like how my, my uh, goofery works up there. So. And you're out of the Bay Area, is that right? Yeah, I live in uh, San Francisco at the moment. Yes. All right. That is, uh, yeah, I'll say it. That's my favorite city. Oh, I've wow, been, yeah? Yeah, I've been three times. I love it. Wow. So, yeah. That's so, very cool. What are yeah. your what aspects of it are you particularly fond of? Oh, well, I always go in the summer, so the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Always 100 degrees around here in the summer. Um, but, you know, I just like, you know, I just like driving up and down the coast. Uh, mm-hmm. I like I, I just like the whole whole vibe of the city. I mean, that is awesome. Everyone tells me it's it's changed, man. But yeah, they've been saying yeah. that for fifty years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They'll never stop saying it. I don't think. No, they'll never stop. All right. Um, just looking through your bio, you uh, have opened for someone who I have a really unhealthy level of admiration for. Can you guess? <laughs> Who you open for? Um, who I just idolize? Wow, let me think. Uh, would it be easy to guess just based on the fact that you're doing a Randy Newman podcast? I, there's, there's no. I, in retrospect, you'll say, okay, that makes sense. Okay, man, I'm gonna, I'm throw it. I don't know why I'm gonna throw this one out here. Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, close. It's Neil <laughs> Ham. It's Neil. Oh, Hamm- Neil, that's that. Okay, that way makes way more sense. I, I, I love, I love Neil Ham. I, I. I, I've when I saw him, I went home that that night and and started writing my first set. I was That's like, so "This cool. is uh, he's just such a, a performer, and just his his albums are this 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 kind of brilliant arc of a, mm-hmm. a of a of a comic who has." who's seen the highs and seen the lows. Absolutely. It's such a well-fleshed out character. Really well, when, when did you see him first? Well, uh, I, I had been listening to him for a few years. I saw him in probably 2016, 2015. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. So I, I saw him. So fairly recently I saw him, man, I, I heard his album, um, like I think it was the, uh, just called America's Funny Man, and mm-hmm. I bought the, a DVD of it. Like where it's in Australia, I believe. I think it was two thousand four, and then he came through Seattle in two thousand five, and by that point he really was not very well known. Like there was definitely people at the show. He got a crowd out, but 
half of them had no idea what his act was like. And so it was this really crazy mix of people who absolutely loved him and people who straight up hated him. Oh yeah. And so it was, it was the most antagonistic comedy show I've still seen ever in my life. And like by the end of it, including myself, he taught, he was tossing drinks in people's faces. I got one in the right in the face. He said, he yelled at me like, cause I was right up front. He's like, you can only get hard watching gang bang porn, you sicko. And just tossed his drink in my face. And I loved it. And, yeah. um, but man, people, there were people throwing stuff at him. Um, it was wild. And like, it's definitely calmed down since then. <laughs> since I've seen, like I've seen it probably 10 times and now it's like, it's people are in on the joke. They know what he's doing. And, uh, but man, that first time it was really something. I was like, Oh, it's every single show like this. And I, I saw him again in 2008 when, um, his, he had an amazing country album called yeah, country yeah. winners and That's it's a really good so album. good it's so good and like the, the the concert for it was still it's still my favorite show of his i've ever seen where he would do about 10 minutes of jokes and then the band would come out and play a couple songs he'd do some more jokes play play a couple more songs it, the, for some reason it just flowed so nicely and um those songs like it really his persona really worked with them mm-hmm. and um i saw him come into the venue like when he was not done up in his neil hamburger outfit his name is the guy greg turkington is right. the man who plays him and he, i recognized him and i was like hey how's it going i'm looking forward to the show and he's like well you you recognize me without the outfit on and now he's done things without the outfit on he does things right with, all uh, the Tim Heidecker. stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so i think much more people like re- recognize him but i i got to talk to him for a little while and i even got to be his like he was like hey when uh during the show at some point i'm gonna ask if you can bring me up some drinks because he always lines up his arm with like four or five drinks you know right. and so i was his like gopher to get his beverages during the show so when you're opening for someone like like neil do, do, do you alter your set do you, do you go, okay, I've got to, to be a little more surreal here or. or um, just... I do. I, I do have a few jokes that I did uh, <laughs> that I don't normally do because I, I figure the crowd might be more on board and I know it's stuff that's not normally going to land with typical <laughs> audiences. So I've definitely, I did, I did adapt a little bit, but not like I didn't change my entire act, but I ab- absolutely added a couple bits that are a bit more strange you know because i figured that they might be more on board with something that was a little more uh you know out of the norm in terms of stand-up yeah as i was watching uh your sets you've got a lovely singing voice chef oh thank you that's yeah that's actually like what i did before uh stand-up was um i was a music major i went to college in ellensburg washington went to central washington university um, vocal performance there (laughs) yeah I like how you in, incorporate that in. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it an Adele impersonation, but it's definitely oh, yeah. an Adele homage. That you're, yeah, you're it's it's there. it's kind of a cover, a little bit of a cover, where I like just take a bit of the melody from uh, her "Hello" song and change it a bit and add in new lyrics and stuff uh, to, for like a Adele uh, uh, trying to seduce Adele sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, you you've been performing uh, i've i've seen you, you've done stuff pre-pandemic i've seen some stuff you've done post-pandemic and and you know it's been the, the wild west during during quarantine when everyone was kind of throwing their, their creative energies in new directions uh, are, 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 
are you you back out on well you, you you've got alaska coming out are, are you back mm-hmm. on the road you know, pretty much full-time or are you kind of setting your own schedule or how's that um i'm trying to get out more i i again i got so used to not doing anything during uh especially the first god eight nine ten months of quarantine you know uh i didn't do a single set for probably seven eight months you know and then even after that i was doing maybe one a week if that and uh so i got really used to not doing anything so i'm trying to push myself to get out more and that's like one reason especially get out of state that's why i'm driving like next month i'm driving up to actually not next month this month i'm like a couple weeks i'm driving to um washington Oregon, Idaho. I'm doing a music festival up there, doing some sets. And then uh, Alaska, I'm applying to more festivals, trying to hit different areas and, just, you know, just spread my wings a bit and turn. Because it takes a lot to, like, push myself to, like, like get out uh, of, the, of the city and stuff, which is, I, I like, I just want to make sure my jokes travel, you yeah. know. And um, especially I need to, it's so hard to get booked in LA, but I need to get down there more frequently, which I had been doing prior to the pandemic. I've been going down there once or twice a month. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, now I'm like, man, well, I got to push myself even more. There's so, it's, I'm so content, like not doing anything. So <laughs> not, not doing anything is, uh, I'm going to miss Sometimes. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's days where I'm just like, I look at my calendar. I'm like, God, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff pretty much every night of the week. It's, and pre-pandemic i was like that's awesome but now i'm just like oh my god it's it's so like stress stressful so before we get to your song i do have a couple of general uh randy questions for you yes i've found i've talked to a lot of comics as as, as i've done this and Mm -hmm. i'm amazed at how many comics are into randy it seems like if you see a comic, they're either into Randy Newman or uh, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> and, and well, not, not, not a lot of in between. Well, yeah. I, I'm trying, and I kind of have an answer, but I want to hear your answer. What is yeah. the appeal uh, to the comic? What, what, what draws comics to, to this quirky songwriter? You know, that's a, it's such a good question. And it makes a lot of sense to me that they would be, I didn't really get into him until after I started doing stand-up comedy and not to say that I wouldn't have gotten into him if I had not even started doing stand-up comedy, but um, something I noticed, I think, cause I knew all the hits and stuff, you know, you got a friend of me, all the, all the big ones. And I think I heard um, short people again at one point, like probably this is probably like 2011, 2012 after I'd started not long after I started doing stand up, and I was like, the specific words he would use, and the, the, they were just so uh, odd. And I, I love that's what I love in his songs and in stand up comedy is like really specific references that even ones that you might not even understand, but you're like intrigued by, like, why would he pick that right. to say? Like there's a com- there's a comedian I really like around here named uh, Kasim Bentley, and he has a reference where he's talking about a rich person's house. He goes into someone's house and he can tell that they're really rich because he's like, I went into their kitchen and it was like Sting's kitchen. It's like what? <laughs> what? Like, what? I don't know. That always makes me laugh so hard because it's such a weird. You can somehow picture it though. I I, I always picture like a pizza oven for some reason in Sting's yeah. kitchen, and um. But it's such a weird specific reference and like that he does that in his songs all the time, the, the usage of the words and like you really get the sense that it, um, 
he is uh he's 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 embodying these characters in, in such great ways and like he also knows like when to be intelligent with the word usage or like dumb it down you know because when he's portraying someone who is perhaps not on his intellectual level i don't know okay. yeah but yeah. um it, it never feels like phony to me it's it's always seems very genuine and like yeah i really like that about him yeah um i i find you know the the more and, and i'm using stand-up in the loosest sense possible the the more stand-up i do uh, the less i enjoy listening to stand-up Mm-hmm. Uh, just I'm the uh, same exact way. Yeah, I, 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 a comedy record, you know. I'm just in, unless it, unless it's you know Neil or or, or something mm-hmm. so experimental. I just don't see see the appeal in. And I don't know yeah. if it's because my brain is is talking shop or, or what. Mm. But uh, and at the same time, you know, novelty records, you know that that with one exception you know their, their day has passed mm-hmm. uh and, and so just quirky people like 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 neil and and i like randy and uh anyway, I, I get the same thing out of john prime uh, mm-hmm. just just this real clever uh, uh turns of phrase mm-hmm. um th- that's what's entertaining to me uh yeah. more, more so than than than, than comedy and I don't know if it's just because I, I got oversaturated or what. Yeah. I am the same way. Like when you said that the longer you have been doing stand up, the less you want to hear it, honestly. Like for me, it's not the like the less I want to hear it. I love, I still love going to see stand up live. Oh, yeah. But oh, if, yeah, but yeah, if yeah, I'm, yeah. if I'm listening, if I come home, because I'm around it all the time now, and it's like, well, it's just not as fun to listen to recorded or watching a video of it. I, I want to see it live because that's to me, the purest form that you can get of it. Yeah. And obviously there's not certain comics I can't see live all the time. So I'll watch their clips and whatnot. But um, in general, that's when I come home from a show, I'm going to listen to music over stand up almost every time. Sure. When it comes to music, let's say, uh, Let's say you've been invited to Randy karaoke, <laughs> and you get you get to Ooh. pick three songs that you're going to perform. Ooh, which three are those going to be? Uh, well, first one that sprang to mind because it's kind of a sing along is "I Just Want You to Hurt Like I Do." Yeah, um, I'd probably do "Davy the Fat Boy" because <laughs> I love. I, I'd like to try and hit those high notes. Uh-huh. It's a very is that his highest registered song i mean it's way up there it's way up parts. there um i don't know his early versions of i'll be home he's in mm. this really high key yeah uh, it's just uncomfortably high yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that's his take on me right there yeah. <laughs> and uh, another one that uh, pops to mind is a wandering boy um because it's oh, just so are you trying so to pretty. make everyone just collapse <laughs> Yeah, I picked we're, like such sad songs. We're, yeah. we're here to have a good time, and you... <laughs> I picked the saddest possible song. Well, you picked three pretty sad ones. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm not a bad. That's one of the re- people always expect me to be super good at karaoke because I've got a good voice. But I always pick the fucking worst songs, and I'm like, they're like, "What do you? You brought the mood down." I'm like, I forget. I'm at karaoke. People want to sing along and shit. Uh, 
So foolish choices. Well, foolish choices. Well, <laughs> speaking of not foolish choices, you have picked a a a, a one of my favorites. Uh, oh, good. I love it too. So t- t- tell us what what you have brought to to the show today. Uh, from his 70, 1972 album, Sail Away, I picked uh, Old Man. Old Man. Folks, take a minute and listen to Old Man, and uh, you'll probably want to listen to it again, and then come back, and we will be right back. I didn't expect a comedian to pick old man. I, man, I mean, I love all, all his ty- all his songs. And like that one hit me like really hard when I first listened to it. And it's mm-hmm. still like one of my absolute favorites of his. And I, I don't know, because it, it really does not get mentioned much at all, really. I suppose not. I don't see a lot of covers of it. It's, it's kind of tucked away in, in, in the middle of, of the record you know, mm-hmm. right before political science. So it's kind of yeah. just clear the palette before the hit. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know why in my head I envisioned it being the album closer, but I forgot. Like, because it's God's song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I don't, song, so. for some reason, I, I thought that it was like the final song. And it's, to me, it's like such a difficult song to like follow. Yeah, it is. You got to pay attention to to what's going on because, it, like like so many Randy songs, he he leaves it to to the listener to put the pieces together. Yeah, um, and sometimes sometimes those pieces are, are up to people's interpretation, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's pretty straightforward once you break it down. That's why I like this show, Chad, <laughs> because because this is one of the the few songwriters where it, I think it really benefits to take it apart yeah uh, you know I, what, what i'm surprised say? there's not more people that are do like I, I i've always wanted to hear a randy newman podcast actually because he's one of those people i think you can dissect their work really you can to get a lot out of it i was really surprised when it, it was one of those things well surely someone's done this before and then i looked around it's like no nobody wow. well yeah, there are a couple out there but, <laughs> you're like we will not discuss this now, one one that's fairly new, and one uh, from a few years ago, and they got three episodes in, and they got bored. You know how it goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, just I, I, I love breaking it down, and and you know this this one is is a really really tough one when you break it down uh, because you know it's it, you know it's a deathbed song. Yeah. So, what do you think of this dad, and what do you think of this? son it's hard to like because it sounds some of the lines sounds so cruel but at the same time it really does sound like he's trying to comfort him at moments so it's 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 difficult it's it, it sounds like um is he is he being like scornful about the fact you know like that line um there'll be no God to comfort you you taught you taught me not to believe that lie mm-hmm. that sounds straight up just like as a deathbed song, it sounds very mean, but perhaps he's just like, I mean, maybe that particular line, he's not saying directly to his father. Like, is he actually saying this stuff to his dad or is he just thinking it 
you know? Mm. Um, it could just be something he's like, that's going on in his head while he's there. He's not like directly saying all of these things to him. I, I, I wonder if you know, the, the, the dad is non-responsive at this point. Because mm-hmm. he keeps asking, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. If, if yeah. It's like maybe he's in a coma and this is his one chance to get the last yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm I'm glad that you said that that you, you wonder if, if, if the son is trying to comfort. Um it could go either way. It, it could really, go it... either way. And uh, you know, I, I, I had always I had always taken it as a, a very uh very mean-spirited uh, song. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure my my uh, psychologist would have something to say about that. But you know, this this was uh, one. You know, I I played a lot of Randy for my dad, but I was like, I can't give him "Sail Away" mm-hmm. <laughs> because if he hears old man, it's like, yeah. Uh, but I, I finally told him, look, yeah. yeah listen to it it's it, it, it's rough and 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 he found it very moving um but you know it's it it's the scene that we have over and over and over and over in randy's songs and it's this this struggle between he, the son and the dad yeah um, yeah but uh you know the, it's it's one of of many many songs where where it, where randy as a son is struggling with a dad Mm-hmm. Where uh, tell me, do you remember what your father like found moving about it? Just, did he did he have anything to say about that? No, he didn't. He was a, a man of few words, but I, okay. I got I got very moving out of it. Yeah, basically, yeah, you don't need to worry about it. I, I know you don't feel yeah. that way about like it. he like he could because the movie the song does have a very um, almost I called it a movie. The song has a very uh, beautiful melody. It's very pretty. So maybe he was just like picking and choosing what he was like ingesting with it. It's like, oh yeah, it's beautiful. You know, he's he's hanging out. He's he's trying to make sure his his dad is okay before you know he dies. You know yeah, you maybe so. What do you think of? The, there's a line in this that, that that really puzzles me, and that is, no one cared enough to stay. Yeah. I can't help but wonder if, if you know, we if, if he's been dying alone or if he's just in a a, a long term care situation and mm-hmm. and the son has wandered in and oh it's just you and me buddy I think I've lost you again came and was like making sure that he he wasn't alone uh, I assume so it says everyone has gone away yeah so. Um, I assume that at some point there were people around him, but maybe it's just gone on so long that, uh, you know, they're like, well, we can't, we're not sticking around for forever, you know? Well, that, 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 that lends credence to the, the coma theory that I threw mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. That he's not, he's not cognizant. And uh, now he's just, he's, he's been there for how knows long, who knows how long. And his son is like, all right, well, I'm the only one left that's going to like visit him and like, and then you, like you said, uh, I'll be able to air some of this. Uh, no, I don't know if they're grievances, but just what's going on in my mind about you and our relationship. Yeah. Do you think 
that the father is reacting because at, at the end he it's almost like he's 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 chiding his father for crying yeah that's true i um oh man he must be he must be uh if he's saying like don't cry old man don't cry everybody I, I, dies i would assume I, that that means he is having a response to it and all i can think is that he's crying that his son has turned out just like him yeah he's stating all this like look what you made me yeah. <laughs> basically look what <laughs> look what look what you created that's really sad holy shit oh oh um, it's a it's a brutal one, Dan. It is a brutal one. Jeez, but, you know, everybody dies, and I, I guess we need to toughen up, Chad. Yeah, I'm wondering. I like you said, this isn't one that's that 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 gets a lot of attention. I don't even remember if you did this. I did a cover of this on songbooks. Did I lose you? I think I lost you. You know, a lovely duty, a lovely ditty. You know. So, uh, uh, not not to get too personal here, but do you do you do you think of your own father uh, when you when you hear this song? Is that is that a fact um, you want to go down on this? It does, uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's not like uh, I don't have. I have a generally very, uh, you know, I would never treat my dad like this on his deathbed <laughs> you know i'm not i'm with, oh, well, for good sure for not you. do that we, we, <laughs> we've reached the you have passed the lowest bar possible yeah i mean but there's absolutely things of uh that he's passed on to me where i'm like oh, man that's i that's because of you know i'm a, i'm different enough but there's absolutely things i like i wish were different that i think i got from him you uh-huh. know mentalities and uh, things that I'm tr- i try to break you know um so that's that's something I think about fairly frequently, um, but I don't like harbor like a huge resentment towards him about it. Like this uh, person in the song seems to at least because I would imagine he does just based on bringing it up at this moment, you know, during like, oh, your dad is dying. And this is these are the things that you're saying to him. Yeah. It seems fairly uh, scornful, but I mean, who knows how this family <laughs> treated each other you know <laughs> maybe it's just par for the course i'm not sure yeah i don't know that that could just be the back and forth that they've always had with each other yeah. they're always giving each other crap like that mm-hmm. so how much do you know about randy's actual father because he's an know. interesting dude i don't really know anything about him i mean he he i know he talks a little bit about him and dixie flyer yeah um and uh stuff certain songs from um land of dreams album but i don't really know much yeah i'm not sure how factual that land, that land of dreams album is especially True. when he's taking him to kindergarten I think, yeah yeah it's i can't forest, imagine though. he was really that much of a tough love guy but yeah. you know e- even though randy's father was born into the showbiz family he became a doctor and mm-hmm. he was like this doctor to the stars Oh, he was Oral Roberts' personal physician. Oh my God! Okay, I did not know that at all. 
even though he was this, this doctor and, and, and comfortably, you know, well off, he was also kind of seen as this black sheep of the family. Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't go into the movies. What's oh, that's funny. That's there? hilarious. Like you could have, you could have been somebody. <laughs> He's like, I want to help people. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a, a disgrace. Even a best boy. We can yeah. give you a job. A that's such boy. a fun, that's such a funny idea. He's like the doctors, the, like this, the out, the outcast. so you know as best as i can tell uh in 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 real life they got along fairly well and and uh, his father lived up until like the 1990s i just think it's so funny that that randy has so many songs where yeah where the father and the son are butting heads true but i mean i i really think he's just a he's not one of these guys who seems to be taking uh experiences from his life and putting them into his songs he's just like he's he's coming up with it like just off of his out of his head um so i I, i'm very impressed with that because i i know a lot of people would possibly expect him to uh to be really like messed up he's just no i'm just a creative person you know it's like i know how to i know how certain people talk for some reason i don't like how did he learn that you know but you know if you treat the songs almost as short stories and, and, and see him as, as the author, you know, creating that, you know, it's, it makes you realize, okay, maybe this isn't, you know, this you know, Coke crazed, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. racist uh, uh, sociopath who's like, really obsessed <laughs> yeah. with himself, but, yes. uh, that he's just really good at writing uh, anti-heroes, I guess. Yeah, the old, the like unreliable narrator. Yeah. Uh, perspective which i think is really really interesting about his work is like he's saying there's all these songs where it's clearly not his opinion or perspective but he just wants you to get inside of the head of a certain kind of character yeah well chad why don't we spin the wheel let's spin that wheel and you've heard people spin the wheel but have you ever seen the wheel i've never seen the wheel Oh. Do you actually have the wheel? Yeah, it is uh, our Whoa. pinned tweet if you go to Wheel of Randy. Oh, wow. And we'll see if my bandwidth can handle it. Okay. Folks, you can play the home game. Go to Twitter at Wheel of Randy and go to the pinned tweet, and you can Whee. click just like Chad's about to click. Wow. So whenever you're ready, just yell stop and let us know what okay. you're doing. Okay. Spin the wheel, spin the wheel, spin the wheel of Randy. Stop. Ooh. I landed landed, landed on a saucy one. You did land on a saucy one. You landed on you can leave your hat on. Mm -hmm. See, that might be a better karaoke choice. Depending on the crowd, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you do a Tom Jones style. Oh, yeah. Tom Jones style. That would, Mm -hmm. the, the crowd would love that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, folks, this, this is off that same album. Uh, listen to You Can Leave Your Hat On off of Sail Away, and we will be right back. Okay, while we're on a break, let me tell you about a new podcast. Me and Wampus Reynolds, you may remember him from episode four, are now doing a Thought Spiral podcast recap podcast. It's called Not Spiral, and it's wonderful, and I love it. And you should listen to it. Links in the show notes. All right. Yeah. So, Chad, you mentioned Tom Jones. This is, is been covered mm-hmm. by so many people. And, and uh, 
I, I think Randy has always felt this song has been really misunderstood. Yeah. Well, they treat it very uh, at face value and he imbues it with uh, a lot of awkwardness and his performance of it isn't nearly as like um, confident, I wouldn't say. <laughs> yes, very, no no but, confidence at all. He's, yeah. He's, he's you know, almost mumbling through this. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Which is so funny, like, because he's just like, you know, he wrote the song and he's like, wow, I had no idea that it could be a hit, <laughs> you know, like, and someone else who has that sort of mentality was like, all right, I know what I needed to do to make sure this song has the sex appeal, you know, it's fascinating. He, he talked about how, uh, oh God, was, was it Jim Croce that, oh, I'm blanking out on who, who got a hit with this before Tom Jones. Well, it wasn't Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, thank you. Yeah, I don't know how I got Jim Croce. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'd like to hear. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but but how Joe made it louder and he he bumped it up a couple of keys and mm-hmm. and Randy's basically said, "Yeah, what do I know? I, I know yeah. how to write a song, but I don't know yeah. how to make a hit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, you know, th- this is a, a song that. It was so much in in in, in, the, in the cultural spotlight, uh, you know, especially like right after nine and a half weeks. This was a song mm-hmm. that was just floating around everywhere, but it's not one that people really listened very carefully to. No, uh, um, and I've always been intrigued by by the end uh, where he says they they say that our love is wrong. They don't know what love is. Mm-hmm. I know what love is. Yeah. And it's a little unsettling. Yeah, what is going on there? Is yeah, this... there's a lot of room for interpretation there. And uh, maybe we're not supposed to know, Dan. See, that that's the trouble with breaking down these stories. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. What, uh, I don't know if I want to know about this one, Randy. What are you <laughs> trying to say, buddy? I I I do have one completely off-topic side note when it comes to this song is that mm. one of my uh, pandemic projects was uh, taking this scene from nine and a half weeks and having Kim Basinger dance to other Randy Newman songs. Oh, yeah. And so that would be got, amazing. I, I've got a Twitter account out there that's her singing to, it, her dancing to, if I didn't have you, or her oh. dancing to, I think Old Man is on there. And it's nice. very, very unsettling. <laughs> To see oh man! To the saddest songs possible. What's I'll the put, wait? Yeah, send me a link to that. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll have to find it. I haven't looked at that in forever, um, but uh, when I do, I'll, I'll pull it up. And okay, thank folks. You. We'll put a, a, a thing in, in the links there. Any other comments on this song? Uh, you can leave your hat on. Yeah. Um, I can see. I absolutely. It's one of those ones where I can absolutely see why people would prefer uh, the covers. Over, over Randy Newman's one. Most of the time, I very much prefer his uh, originals, but I can totally, it's because it's got a completely different tone to it. And if you're coming in like with like, I want to hear a confident, sexy song, then you're definitely going to want to listen to a, a, a different version than Randy Newman's. So. <laughs> People just want to have a good time. We need to yeah. stop doing this. Yeah, they're not. Most people aren't like me and picking fucking uh, certain those my karaoke picks. You know, <laughs> they're not picking. I want you to hurt like I do for karaoke. 
while while we're on that topic, if when you're car- when you're doing karaoke for Davy the Fat Boy, mm-hmm. how do you picture yourself doing the Fat Boy dance? Uh-huh. The violin solo. Oh, you know, I got a perfect answer for you. Uh, have you ever seen the show Get a Life with Chris Elliott? That is exactly what John Solomon said. Oh, really? Uh, yes. so yeah, no, 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 that's the dance. That's just immediately what pops to mind. Like the zoo animals on wheels dance. It's a classic Chris Elliott dance. So good. Yeah, it is. Brilliant show. And it's not streaming anywhere, and I'm not gonna, no. I'm not gonna put out the money for it. So <laughs> you're like, you're like, I've got some dignity. I'm not putting out any money. I, I, I am not contributing to Chris Elliott's success <laughs> in any way ever. I'm not putting food on your table, Chris. Hell no. I'll, you, hell you, no. You've got that half a season of SNL money that you're still there. We go. Off he's got a, He's got his. There's something about Mary money. Yeah. There we go. Scary, yeah, his uh, his Groundhog Day money. Yeah, that, scary movie too. Oh, yeah, come on, he's got he's got dough. Yeah, he's he's all right. He's doing all right. Time for this week's cover. Ooh. And there are a few versions of Old Man out there, and I think you mentioned I may have lost you in, in the in the in the in my feed there, uh, but Art Garfunkel did this. Is that right? Yes, yes. That's I see. I. I had never heard any covers of it, and that's the only one that like popped up. And I listened to that yesterday. How is it? Um, it's I mean, his vocal is beautiful, but I didn't think it fit the uh, lyrics. It's not, I didn't think it was like service servicing the lyrics well. And the production is very it's big, it's big. It's a big song, and I I just didn't think that it worked in terms of what 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 the song to me how what how Randy's version is effective is the subtlety of it um and then he turned into this like kind of matte big it's just about you know like oh like he's his, his voice is so beautiful it's like but it's not really the point of the song so, well okay if if that didn't work let's let's listen to one together this is a cover by drag city super session let's see how okay. this turns out I love you with Frost. So oh, okay. we'll, we'll uh, I don't know. Do you have favorite cover of another Randy song? Favorite cover of another Randy song. Uh man, the one that immediately pops to mind is Baltimore by Nina Simone. Yeah. It's really good. The Baltimore episode's coming up in a couple of weeks. And I, I saw I saw that that one had already been picked because I was it, thinking about taking that it one. It is a uh, a journalist who specializes in Nina Simone. So, oh really yeah, wow that's, oh, that's gonna be a good that. one folks awesome yeah um all right well we'll we'll throw those out there and folks let's find your own find your own cover we can't do everything <laughs> for you yeah chad this has been an absolute pleasure how can people follow you online oh it's been great talking to you dan um uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Chad Opitz, C H A D O P I T Z. I have a website, chadopitz.com, and uh, that's where you can find all my tour dates and stuff. And Instagram, I'm trying to always post up like funny videos. I had a whole recurring theme about uh, being Rick Moranis' bodyguard. <laughs> I'm, I'm protecting him. So, yeah, that's an ongoing saga. 
awesome. <laughs> well, you're ever in the Midwest, hit us up. We'll, uh, I absolutely will. We've, uh, we're, we're, we're a worldwide production here, but it, it's, there's a strong Oklahoma following and a strong Oklahoma stand-up following here. So you'll get a good crowd if you come out here. Oh, I would love that. All right. Thank you so much for doing this, Chad. Thank you for having me, Dan. Well, that's it for another episode of Wheel of Randy. We are part of the Good Trash Media Network. Be sure to check out our sister shows, I guess. Uh, Praise Down and Good Trash Genre Cast. Uh, special thanks to everyone who has contributed music in the past few days. Special thanks to Brian Mays for our artwork. You can check him out on Facebook at Brian Mays Art. And... Uh, Spotify sucks. See you next time. Bye. Spin the wheel of Randy.